What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are going to continue our 2021 season recaps. We're going to talk about the Chicago Cubs today. It's their turn. You know, we started from the bottom, bottom of the standings, making our way up the list. And the Cubs are next. So what happened in Chicago this year? It was, it was, it was, I don't know. It, it was a pedestrian season for the Cubs. Nothing special happened. I mean, they lost more games than they won, but it was just one of those, those, uh, you know, years where you hang in the balance, you're not really sure what you're doing. And then all of a sudden at the trade deadline, they made the decision they were going to be rebuilding. So they went ahead and they sold off their good talent and they hit the reset switch. That's what they did. But starting the season, it wasn't clear that that's what they would do. But Obviously, even going into 2021, we knew that it was going to be somewhat rough in Chicago because they did trade away you Darvish. So they traded away you Darvish following the 2020 season. And this is someone who was one of the best pitchers in baseball. When they did that, it was like, oh, wow, the Cubs don't really have a plan going into 2021 because they traded away you know, their best pitcher and an elite pitcher, but they kept their good position players. So. When they initially traded away you Darvish a year ago, it seemed like, oh, okay, they're going to start the rebuild now. They're going to trade away Darvish. They'll trade away Rizzo, Baez, Bryant. But they didn't do that. They only traded away Darvish, and they kept Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez. So it was like, okay, what are they trying to do? Can they find pitching elsewhere and then maybe see what they can do with their core of position players? But nonetheless... By the, by the time the trade deadline arrived, they, they had to ship off those other position players as well and hit the reset switch. So what happened in Chicago? Well, they ended up going 71-91. and 91. They finished fourth in the NL Central and missed the playoffs, obviously. I mean, th their, their pitching definitely did take a hit because Darvish was traded, but it, it actually shouldn't have been as bad at it as it ended up being. Like, yes, you lose Darvish, but... They had some some names in there that made you think that they could be all right. I mean, Kyle Hendricks was there. Arietta came back to Chicago. Zach Davies was there. Alec Mills. But all those guys, those guys struggled. Those, those guys were not good in 2021. So you're like, wow, this is, this is a problem. We don't really have any pitching in Chicago. Their best pitcher was a 26-year-old named Adbert Alzali. I mean... He wasn't even that great, but it's just that everyone else was so bad. But Alzali made 21 starts, had a 4.58 ERA and 125 innings. So you have a four and a half ERA and you're the best pitcher in your staff. That kind of tells you, you know, how how things are going for the rest of your pitching rotation. Craig Kimbrell, I mean, he was traded midseason. He was their closer to start the season, but he was actually very good with the Cubs, and we have to recognize that. In 36 and two-thirds innings, he allowed just two earned runs and struck out 64 for the Chicago Cubs. Their best, I mean, I don't even know. For their best hitter, I mean, who do we really go with? There are a couple players we can go with. I mean, uh, you can go with Patrick Wisdom, the, the rookie. You can go with uh, Frank Schwindel. So who? that's someone who came... In the second half of the season, when they had traded away Rizzo, and he was kind of like the, you know, I don't want to say Cinderella story, but yeah, somewhat of a Cinderella story when he came over. Let's talk about Frank Schwindel. So, 
Anthony Rizzo was traded at the deadline to the New York Yankees, and then Frank Schwindel became their new first baseman. I mean, it was only 56 games, but this guy hit 13 home runs. He hit 342 for them and a 1,002 OPS. He just completely stole the hearts of Chicago fans. And he showed us that he's a, it's a small sample size, but he showed us he's a disciplined hitter. I mean, he doesn't really walk a lot, but he doesn't strike out much either. So above average strikeout rate. We'll talk about Patrick Wisdom. I would, we'll give him their rookie of the year. So if we give best hitter of the year to Schwindel, we give best rookie for the Cubs. That was definitely Patrick Wisdom, a 29-year-old rookie. So you don't see that a lot, but he definitely slugged his way to be in contention of National League for National League Rookie of the Year. Um, didn't get on base much at 305 for his OBP, but he made up for it with the fact that he had 28 home runs and a 518 slugging. Dude has power. Right? That's what he that's what he does. He can hit the ball hard. And he just came out of nowhere and solidified himself as their starting baseman for next season. He's kind of the face of the team right now. But if you look at it, the Cubs are in a position where their rebuild is now underway. 2021 was a year where the first half of the season, they didn't commit to the rebuild effort, which I think they should have done going into 2021. But I guess, you know, it's, it's one of those things where there's also a business aspect to it. You can't telegraph to the fans too early that you're trying to rebuild or else you're not going to sell tickets, right? If they had sold off, you know, those guys, uh, you know, Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, if they had sold them off before the season started, it would have been really hard to attract fans to Wrigley Field for the first half of the season. So what do you do? You start the season, you, you play games, do whatever you can. You wait until as close you, as you can to the trade deadline. Then you trade them away and then you cut your losses for the remaining two months of the season for whatever fans decide not to show up. But I think it's more of a savvy business move to do what they did rather than having started their rebuild last winter. So so I, I do I, I do understand what went on there. But like I said, the rebuild is definitely underway. So do not expect them to be active in free agency this winter. It, it's unlikely to happen. It's really unlikely to happen. They did have a very, very good trade already. So when they traded Craig Kimbrell away to the Chicago White Sox, they, they committed absolute robbery. They got Nick Madrigal from the White Sox and Cody Heyer. I think that's how you pronounce his name. So Madrigal, we already know who he is. He's you know He was the second baseman for the White Sox. He's a major league caliber player, very good, and has a bright future. Um, doesn't strike out a whole lot, you know, all, all that good stuff, speed, everything. He's he, You can plug him in to the Cubs lineup right now. He was just hurt at the time when they traded for him. Cody Heyer has pitched a little bit in the big leagues, right-handed pitcher, but, you know, 25 years old, has a lot of potential as well. He could be someone that you see, you know, you know, throwing a lot of innings out of the bullpen right away also. So, yeah, the Cubs aren't going to do anything this winter. They're, don't expect them to get any free agents, but you'll, you'll see them enter 2022 with an infield of Patrick Wisdom, Nico Horner, Frank Schwindel, uh, Schwindel and a healthy Nick Madrigal. It doesn't seem great on paper, but it'll be intriguing to the Cubs fan base. They'll continue to build their farm system. 2022 is just going to be a rebuild year. It's not even a bridge year. I've talked about some teams that are in a, in a bridge year. Like, you know, we talked about the Washington Nationals a couple of days ago, um, how, how they could probably end the rebuild with a snap of a finger if they wanted to. That's not the Cubs. The Cubs aren't there. They, they have to go through the doldrums. I think that's what they're going to do in 2022 before they can come out of this on the other side. 
because it's not like they have anybody on the major league roster that they're worried about wasting their talent for, right? It, it's not like a, a situation where you have like a Juan Soto where like, oh, we don't want to waste his talent, so we need to turn things around right away. Who, who do the Cubs have that they're afraid of doing that for? No one. So 2022 is definitely going to be a year in the doldrums for them, and we'll see what happens after that. But that's where things stand on the north side of the Windy City. So that is going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Mm-hmm.